Hello, I'm Zdenek, and you're listening to Zdenek's English Podcast Live Show. Live shows take place every Sunday at 9 p.m. Central European Time. In order to join live, download the Podbean app to your phone, register, and at 9 p.m. find Zdenek's English Podcast Live Show in the Live Show section of the app. Taking part in the live show has a few benefits. You're able to hear the show a few days before it gets published as a regular episode. Also, when you listen, you get access to the chat room where you can have your say and ask me and my guest questions related to the topic of the show. I look forward to talking to you in the next live show. Now enjoy the one that was recorded last Sunday. Hello, everyone. How are you? Welcome back to the next English podcast live show. This is Denek speaking to you. I'm the host of the show. Oops, this was not supposed to happen. Can everybody hear me? As always, this is the first thing I, I, I tend to ask you these days. Can you hear me? Because there is nothing more important than you being able to hear me. Without that, this can't really happen, can it? Uh, <laughs> how is everyone doing? Let me know in the chat, because as always, this is the live show, so you are able to respond, ask questions, and help me create this show. Amazing. I'm pretty happy that Maxim, one of the listeners that is listening live, is saying that they can hear me. I say they, but it's it's a he, actually, based on the avatar. Uh, he can hear me loud and clear, which is incredible. Uh As you can see, today I'm full of beans. It's probably because I've just come back from a run, which always fills me with a lot of energy. Um, you know, it's a way for me to recharge my batteries, so to speak. And also this, this jingle that I play at the beginning of this live show, the jingle that actually the actual listeners can't listen to. That's because I, um, in the post-production phase, I always edit this out and I insert the the usual the next English podcast jingle. And I, for some reason, I do like this tune. It's sort of like upbeat and, and it's positive and full of energy. All right. So um, the weather, I always start with weather. I don't know why, but I have to say that today it's been quite crazy. It's been bananas. Uh, we've had a lot of thunderstorms. Actually, it kind of started from the dawn. That's when I went to bed. Don't tell anyone. And uh, till about the early afternoon, thunderstorms, downpours, uh, lightnings, all that. And I have to say, I even heard that my country, that is the Czech Republic, is facing almost like torrential rains. Some places are kind of flooded and there's a bit of a chaos here. But I think it's, it's all going to pass sooner or later. So, you know, we've had droughts, forest fires. We have had coronavirus. And now this, what is going on with the world? It's it's completely gone mad, hasn't it? Well, uh, I'm, I'm actually surprised the power didn't go out yet. Well, it seems like you are able to hear me. So as usual in these live shows, I've got a guest. And uh, well, let me introduce who the guest is this time. Um, it's a really cool guest, I have to say. And she's going to keep me company during today's live show. Um, she is my colleague from Speak Up London, which is a well-established school 
located in the middle of Oxford Street. And yes, you're right. It is the school that I used to work for from uh, about summer 2019 until about mid-March this year. That's when I decided to leave. And that's also when uh, the coronavirus decided to uh, <laughs> sort of attack the UK. Uh, so um, she is from Greece. So her nationality is Greek. Uh, vast majority of English teachers in Speak Up London um, are native speakers, naturally, mostly from England. So I have to tell you that it was really cool not uh, it was really cool not to be the only one there who is a non-native English teacher. It was cool to have someone of a similar background to work alongside me in the same workplace. As far as I know, and she, I'm sure she will correct me if I'm wrong about this, but she has been in England for almost four years. Uh, she has finished master's. She, she did her master's degree there as well. And as far as I know, she is one of the most popular teachers in Speak Up London Language School. She's also She also has her own project, a very popular Instagram page. Now, I'm not very <laughs> familiar with Instagram, so I'm not sure if it's called a page or uh, is it like a profile, something like that. I'm sure she will tell us more about this, but it's called Learn English Everywhere. And um, this is where she posts her memes and pictures. And through these, she teaches vocabulary. Ladies and gentlemen, my today's guest is none other than Yota. So <laughs> now comes the time when I ask Yota to call me in the show. Hopefully she's listening. Yeah, yeah, she's calling me. Hello, Yota. Can, can you hear me? Hello, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you very well. Can <laughs> hear you. <laughs> I can already see that I have a problem. I can see that my name is Lean English Everywhere. I wanted That's to write Learn English Everywhere. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> it's some sort of some sort of a Freudian slip or something like that. You know? I don't know. Lean English Everywhere. I'm I'm sure, Lean English I'm sure we can I'm sure we can make some sense out of this. You know, I'm, I'm sure that it has some sort sort of hidden meaning there. <laughs> I hope I can change it somehow because I'm trying to access my profile and yeah. <laughs> it seems impossible. But probably I, just because I, I'm a newbie. So sorry, guys. The name is Learning English Everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure everybody will work it out, and we can remind we can remind our listeners a few times as well. So, Yota, uh, welcome to the show. May I ask huh? our listeners to tell us whether they can hear Yota? That's really important. Can you guys yeah. hear Yota? Is she loud enough? Oh, yeah, let me know. Yes. Okay. Uh, Vasiliski uh, is saying, well, everybody is pretty much this saying. This sounds like that, a Greek name, Vasiliki. Sounds like a Greek oh, okay. name. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone can hear you. That's that's perfect. Uh, because last time we had a problem when Mark was on the show that he was not very right. loud. And when I published the episode, he was very quiet there. So I, I wanted to prevent this. So how are you, Yota? I'm good. I'm good. And I heard about you going for a run. That's very invigorating. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it is. It is. It does. It does uh, give, give me a lot of energy. You know, I need to do these things sometimes. It puts me in the zone, you know. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And it's a sunny day here as well. I've just come back from a very mm. long walk around the, mm. the neighborhood. So, yeah, at okay. least the weather is, is good now. Okay, so whereabouts yeah. in London do you live these days? 
so I am near Wembley. Oh, okay. I don't know if, yeah, yeah. I've moved recently. I've I've spent. I heard you earlier. You were saying that I've been here for almost four years, and which is correct. Yeah. Uh, cool. But all of these four years, I was in East London near Liverpool Street. I um, see. Yeah. So now I've changed. I what about you? How are you? I actually have uh, an interesting connection to Wembley myself. Well, not only oh. is there uh, the, the national stadium of um, uh, England, but uh, also I used to work there for another language school before Speak Up. It was like a summer school kind of language school, you know? Oh. So, yeah, right. I, I, know, I know that area kind of. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really nice. It's different to East London. So, yeah, I find it interesting. Yeah, well, that's that's great, great to hear. Great. <laughs> so, so what's going on these days? Are you are you teaching online or is the school open yet? Uh, well, we are teaching online, uh, but at the same time, um, the school is trying to reopen. So gradually, everything is uh, trying to reopen. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, uh, the shop, all the stores are going to reopen tomorrow. Retail. For, for clothing and uh, mm. shoes, yeah. So these are going to open tomorrow, but I don't know about restaurants, about mm -hmm. uh, schools. They are all opening very, very gradually. Yeah, it's all up in the air, isn't it? It kind of depends on one person who shall remain nameless, the, the guy with uh, a lot of blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all know who we are talking about, don't we? Yes. <laughs> So he's the one who decides these days in the UK, and uh, well, um, I think you're. Well, you're people are your... really careful here. I mean, the government yeah. are really careful at the moment because the, yeah, the yeah, death yeah. toll, unfortunately, is really, really high. So yeah. they're trying to, yeah, to reverse that. Yeah, of course. Of course. I really hope they will. <laughs> well, we all do. <laughs> we all do, because uh, you know it's been dangerously high there. And yeah. obviously, ever since I came back to the Czech Republic, I've been, I've still been following the news, and I'm really interested in what's what's going to happen and how yeah. it's all going to play out there. Well, it seems that it hasn't improved that much, but hopefully it will. What about the listeners of this podcast? Where are you guys from? I, I know yeah. Lisa; she's from mm -hmm. London as well. But what about the others? Okay, so well, yeah, let's see. Oh, Germany. Well, Martin okay. is from Germany. Yeah? Martin is a long, long, long term listener of the next English podcast. Um, oh, that's great. We have got Monica from the Czech Republic. So she's my countryman, country oh, woman, okay. I should say. <laughs> Maxim from, from Russia. Russia, Russia. Uh, USA. Then we have got, oh, we've got a, an American here. All right, cool. <laughs> that's great. The Secret Lounge. Is that how, how I pronounce your name? <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool, cool. I have no idea who this is. Probably a, uh, it could be a, <laughs> a secret agent. I have no idea. <laughs> I usually don't get uh, native speakers listening to the show. So <laughs> That's great. Uh, you can give us your insight. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, that's that. I would like to kick off by asking you about your project, Yota. So uh, I hopefully I didn't make a mistake when I was introducing it. It's called Learn English Everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, this is correct. It's called Learn English Everywhere. And it's a page, like you said earlier, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, the, 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 the idea behind this page is that you can 
literally learn English everywhere. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you uh, need to use course books or mm -hmm. grammar books in order to learn vocabulary, grammar. I see. You can find input. There is language input everywhere. You just mm -hmm. need to, to make sure you pay attention to what you see, what you hear, the posters. Yep. Uh, so what I actually do, I take different posters, pictures, videos, mm -hmm. uh, video clips, uh, songs, everything I, I come across or, or I like, yeah. and I try to explain the language I find there. It's mostly mm -hmm. idiomatic. I try okay. to, to have a very mixed level of, mm -hmm. uh, of English there. Yep. So I may post things that are relatively easy and mm -hmm. some things that are more advanced. Okay. But the idea so when you is say, always the same. Yeah, sorry. Mm -hmm. so when you say it's idiomatic, so what you mean by that is that you, you don't usually teach the basic vocabulary. You go for phrases, fixed expressions, and phrasal verbs, and things like that, and idioms, right? Yeah, this is correct, because um, in most course books, especially the, the older ones, people mm -hmm. did not really use to learn idiomatic language like uh, phrasal verbs, maybe idioms, yeah. um, phrases, uh, things like that do not really appear uh, until you yeah. you reach a very high level of English. And this is a shame, mm -hmm. really, because even if yeah. you are pre-intermediate, intermediate, this does not necessarily mean that you cannot learn some of these phrases. I, I don't Definitely. exactly know if they can be classified as pre-intermediate, intermediate. I'm not I'm entirely sure. sure. I'm pretty sure there might be some some idioms that you can learn even at these low levels, and that's because if you take an ex if we take an example of a phrase like "it's a piece of cake" or "it's not my yeah. cup of tea," how yeah. useful how useful is this expression, right? You can yeah. say a lot. You can say a lot with that, and exactly. And you hear it almost everywhere as well. So I think it's it's a very good idea to start learning idioms at a very well when you say idioms we don't mean to learn all the idioms obviously <laughs> but um, yeah. you know it's it's nice to pick it pick it up here and there and as you as you go along uh, especially those that you kind of need that are useful to you in in your particular situation right yeah that's right exactly yeah because what you will see especially when you live in a country where english is the first language uh, for instance, for us living here in London, you see that native speakers tend to use this vocabulary mm -hmm. uh, more often than they do some standard phrases. So like yes. you said, they may say things like a uh, piece of cake or I'm under the weather. I will actually yeah. write this one, under the weather. Mm -hmm. So you can't exactly understand what, you, what somebody means when you say I'm under the weather, yeah. but they mean that they are not feeling very well. They're yeah. feeling a little unwell. Yeah. So they say it a lot here. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just and an example. So, yeah. That's a good example. And if you are not familiar with, ex with an expression like this, you will struggle to understand. And it, this might be part of the reason you will get frustrated if you come yes. as, as somebody, as, as a, a, let's say, let's say uh, you know, you, you come to another country, you decide to live abroad, and then there's this shock, this language shock. Uh, exactly. There is this, bar and I would actually like to ask this person from the USA because you do have, uh, you do use idiomatic language all the time. Slang, of course. Yeah, slang is part of my page as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, definitely.
Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so like well, I said, thank you for the amazing introduction to my page. <laughs> yeah, well, you <laughs> definitely deserve you definitely deserve it because as much as I'm not a, a, I'm not so big on um, Instagram, I really need to start using it myself for the purposes of <laughs> of promoting myself as a teacher, but also the next English podcast and my other projects. And it's really important, and it's cool, and I know it's the social it's the social medium of should i say social medium is that correct yota yeah sure you will, you will help yeah. me with this this is the singular isn't it yeah it's the, the, so it's the yeah, social so medium of well, this young we're, generation we're, as well isn't yeah, it yeah 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 it's this it's our, our it's the most popular one i would say it is so for most example form of social media. Mm -hmm. yeah i know you are for example younger than me so perhaps it's a little for your, maybe <laughs> little bit for your generation yeah. and, and 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 even younger but my generation, it was mostly Facebook, you know. So that's, yes. that's why I didn't have Instagram until very late. And um, I need to start getting into it for sure. And I have to say, now that I'm following your page, uh, it's really cool. And I am learning from this myself. <laughs> that's great. That's great to yeah. hear. I'm really pleased to hear. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's great yeah, stuff. Yeah, MySpace. Exactly. MySpace Facebook was very popular as well. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we, we are just responding, listeners, because this will, I will have to explain this to Yota as well. This, this episode is getting published as a regular episode as well, Yota. So oh, not, okay. not only is this a live show, but later on, it's going to get published and way more people will listen to this than here because oh, often pe people don't have time to join at a particular uh, time or they are not maybe for one reason or another willing to to join you know it's fine i, I, I yeah. totally understand that not everyone uh, might be you know sort of comfortable doing something like this but, i have to um, say it's my first podcast so i will let you lead me through this well you are doing an amazing yeah. job already <laughs> i can see you are very very calm and and uh, telling us all these tips and tricks we're gonna pick your brain here today yota you know that's why okay. you're here <laughs> So you picked a very, very interesting topic to talk about, and maybe we can start uh, talking about this uh, mm -hmm. vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is a big one. Big question that sort of um, suggests itself. Really, how do we learn vocabulary, Ota? You've already sort of mentioned it. You said we can learn it everywhere, but um, would you agree that there are multiple ways, hundreds of ways to learn? There's not not just one way. Mm -hmm. Would you like me to go first, or would you? Yeah, like sure. To go, go ahead. Go ahead. To you? Um, yes, absolutely. I think there's many different ways um, to learn vocabulary. Uh, it's not very easy all all the time. We have to be honest that mm. it can be a little bit intimidating because it's a lot of vocabulary that you have to learn, especially if you want to to enrich it as much as you can and you want to to speak. Uh, your level of English to be native-like. Mm. However, it's there's so many different ways, I think, uh, in which we can learn vocabulary. Yeah. So maybe I can just take uh, one example from what I actually use on the page as well. Mm -hmm. um, Go ahead. So, for instance, um, a good idea is TV shows. I know this sounds like a cliche and you say, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, everybody says TV, TV shows, films really help. But it's true that they can help you improve your vocabulary in ways that you, you don't really 
um, you can't even imagine because to mm. begin with, vocabulary on TV shows is very topic specific. Yeah. Uh, what so do you mean I, by that, Jutta? Yeah. So when I say topic specific, I mean that you, if you're watching something that is about the FBI or about a crime or about families yep. or a romantic TV show or film, you definitely learn specific vocabulary to this topic. And this mm. can help you uh, in what way? If you leave a very similar situation, so you have to speak about a crime in your real life, if you want for to example, speak about... Yeah. For example, if your job is an FBI agent or, yes. or you are uh, uh, from mafia or something like that, yeah. it might really, <laughs> it yeah. might really yeah. work, work wonders for you. you know? If you so. work undercover. But for instance, yeah. <laughs> you may have to speak about it. You may have to speak about crime in your area, about yep. crime in your city, in your country in mm -hmm. general. Um, or you may want to speak about a romantic relationship you, uh, you have or you had in the past. Mm -hmm. um, you can learn vocabulary and by making notes and trying to create a bank of vocabulary mm -hmm. from a TV show that you actually enjoy watching, because yep. if you don't really like it, there's no point watching no. something. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't really be motivated to learn, I, I believe, in my opinion, yeah. unless I'm you like something. I'm pretty sure this is, this is the case, Jutta. And isn't this one of those that you actually sort of like forget that you're learning, don't you? Yeah. Because it's so enjoyable. It's so fun, so much fun that you you sort of forget what what you were doing in the first place. Perhaps you you started watching it in English with the idea of learn this language really well, yeah. at a really high level. But then by by the time you finish listening to a few shows, you you find out that uh, you've learned a lot of things and you didn't even realize that you were learning, right? Yeah, this is correct. And you can actually do, you can, you can do it in a way that you actually realize that you're learning. It mm. can be a little bit more boring <laughs> or tiring, <laughs> I, I have to say. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can say because um, one thing that really works, but a lot of people dislike is repetition. Repetition mm -hmm. is key. In my opinion, the best way, the most effective way uh, to learn vocabulary and anything is to repeat it again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Because the more you repeat something new, the more it becomes part of your active vocabulary. Yeah. yeah. And unless you repeat the same episode, maybe. I had this conversation with a student yeah. of mine the other day. Yeah. She was like, it's so boring watching yeah, the same is. thing again. Yeah. It is. It can be very, very boring. Maybe you can watch it. You can watch a season, for example, over a certain mm. period of time and go back to it later after you have made some notes or written yep. down words you want to remember. And yep. when you listen again, you it may all come back to you and you may be able to use it. Or maybe exactly. watch an episode, write down two phrases you really, really like and say, okay, I will try to find ways and reasons to use this vocabulary in my yep. language, in my conversations for the next week or so. Yeah. So what you're saying is that you have to approach this more systematically if you if you really want to benefit from it. Yeah, uh, precisely. Because there is yeah. there is a lot of value in rewatching and re-listening 
uh, to your fa uh, rewatching your favorite shows or re-listening um, your um, favorite podcasts, obviously, because um, as you said, like there are things you might not notice when you listen or watch first time, and um, also I think the focus kind of when when you do this for the second time, the focus kind of shifts to the learning itself because the first time you do it, it's more about you um, sort of getting to grips with the um, with the story you know and yes. enjoy enjoying the story and following the the, the story yeah yeah another way because based on what um uh, this follower of your podcast said is actually a good thing to, to comment on what we've just said a good way of learning some vocabulary is maybe before you watch something you can just check the plot summary online yeah. Um, so the plot summary most definitely will give you the majority of the vocabulary that will be used there, mm -hmm. either about the topic of this, yeah, the plot of this uh, TV yeah. show, or maybe something that will be said or whatever. Mm -hmm. So if you check the plot summary beforehand and make a note of a couple of words or phrases you like, yeah, uh, and you really need to like them, really, because if you are never going to speak about crime, then you don't have to do this. Mm -hmm. uh, if you are mm -hmm. never going to speak about a romantic relationship, at least in the, the yeah. near future, you don't need to do that. Yeah, um, yeah we don't watch everything with a purpose, but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, if yeah, that you makes want, sense. Yeah, you should have some sort of a reason to do it, and yeah, uh, that's that's what ultimately motivates you. Oh, often. I don't know how about you. I often do things without any rhyme and reason and <laughs> illogical yeah. thing. And that, that's that's what I enjoy about it because I tend to be this kind of a spontaneous person. But uh, it's it's actually quite nice to get more organized and 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 you definitely can reap the rewards of that. And uh, once you are once you you know get your act together, you will be more efficient about this. Yes. And yeah. Absolutely. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I, 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 well, I can't agree more, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I definitely don't do everything you said, but I know about it as an English teacher and I, I would give this, a similar kind of advice to my listeners. But what also interests me is the, 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 the question of whether to watch uh, the TV show with or without subtitles. And wh what do you think? Is it... Is there any value at all in watching the the TV show in your mother tongue, which is not your target language? I don't think there is. That I, is my personal opinion, but what do you think? Yeah, I would agree. I would say the same thing. I don't think there is any point. From, from the language learning perspective, mm -hmm. I don't think there is any point in watching something in order to learn vocabulary. Yeah. Uh, by watching it in your first language, I mm. don't, I don't think it, this can help really. Yeah, um, you need like, to read English. Like, like you said, it's very easy to drift away and just yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's a common mis misconception if you ask me. You know, it's a myth. Like a lot of people think, okay, I'll, uh, or there's this, there's this myth that you can learn English just by watching TV, and then a lot of people just end up watching watching um, the TV shows having the subtitles on. I've seen this many times, and, uh, well, they are lying to themselves, really, you know, or somebody doesn't tell them um, that they, they really shouldn't do that. 
I know it's difficult. I know it hurts, but yeah. I know you will probably not understand as much as you would if those subtitles were on. But if you want to kill more birds with one stone, if you want to have fun while learn and 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 learn something at the same time, well then, um, unfortunately, this is this is the way to do it. Yeah, you, you get distracted. You can get easily distracted by doing this. So maybe the best way is for you to use the, the second language, the target mm -hmm. language, the language you want to learn. And in yep. this way, this will help you to learn at least a few phrases. You you yep. can't watch with the idea of learning 20 new phrases or words, but maybe mm -hmm. you can learn a couple, three or yeah. four, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. And I also think that you should accept accept the the inevitability i can't say this word Yota, you have to help me inevitability yeah thank you inevitability of uh, not knowing everything there will be words and phrases you might not understand and you might not have time to check them because well let's 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 be honest if you check a phrase every 5 seconds you will not enjoy this much so you just yes. have to accept accept that maybe it's not key to the story it's not crucial to understanding the, the you know the plot and just move on you know just just pick pick what's interesting or pick what sort of like crops up repeatedly and uh, you know take it step by step yeah exactly yeah okay well th this is definitely uh, one of the classic ways of learning uh, vocabulary and um what about songs, Jutta? Uh, would you um, would you say it's a, it's a viable way of learning vocabulary? So that's definitely another uh, idea on my notes. Um, songs help a lot, but again, provided that you enjoy music and there is a specific artist or band or I don't know song you really like. Otherwise, mm -hmm. again, you can't really use this. To, to learn vocabulary, but if there mm -hmm. is um, an English-speaking singer or band um, or a song that is in English and you really enjoy listening to it, you can learn. And mm -hmm. I think the way is really, really straightforward. Uh, it really works. However, of course, we have to say that it's not the exact same thing as learning vocabulary from a TV series or a movie because... So how is it different, it, in your opinion? Yeah, I think... Thing. it's I think again in my personal opinion uh, that it's uh, in movies and in TV series it's different in the sense that they can actually be conversations that may take place in real life whereas in songs they may have to yeah. to yeah to change the order of words or maybe use something even yeah. more idiomatically so not everything is written in order to make sense no. and this is this is the and thing. It's less natural, basically, because what, hap what happens yeah. in TV shows, it's often dialogues. And that's something that you might be doing yourself in the future. I don't know. If yes. you are a I guess if you are a singer, it's a different, different story, right? But um, if you are just somebody who needs to learn English for, uh, for the communicative purpose, then the songs are probably, and I'm, I'm sorry if, if I... If somebody disagrees, but I, I think probably not the best way to do it because it's not yeah. the natural way the language is used, right? Yeah, maybe you cannot really learn the part of using um, phrases or words in a sentence or in a dialogue, but what mm -hmm. you can actually 
improve and practice is pronunciation, Definitely. intonation. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. You can learn to speak faster, which is another characteristic of native speakers yep. because they tend to speak faster than mm -hmm. uh, non-native speakers do or mm -hmm. teachers because teachers always have to slow down. Yep. So we articulate everything very clearly exactly. <laughs> uh, for other people to understand. <laughs> but yeah, um, some, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Ma Ma Max Maxim is saying that uh, he sometimes in songs he, he you understand all the words but you can't uh, catch the meaning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's songs, for instance, rap songs, which I love. I really love rap, and you can learn a lot of pronunciation, mm -hmm. intonation. You can learn connected speech, and to uh, connected right. speech, I mean, uh, for example, uh, when you use words individually when you say them individually you may have to pronounce them co completely but when they are in a phrase some sounds yep. tend to be omitted exactly. and this is connected speech and this happens mm -hmm. in songs because you speak faster obviously yep. so you can do this however yeah sometimes there is no meaning and even if you can fully understand every single word maybe mm -hmm. all of these put together don't make sense <laughs> yep. Because it's just for the song. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, rap songs, you may listen to a whole song that you understand every single word of it and then mm -hmm. say, I don't understand what this is yeah. all about. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I think this this is a great <laughs> point that, that actually songs and, and more specifically rap songs can help you with connected speech. Um, because this is one of the aspects that's probably kind of underestimated and no, it's not taught enough, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. this, this can help you with understanding, but also it will help you with your own accent and it will make you sound more natural and closer to the uh, coveted and desired native-like pronunciation, you know? So um, exactly. just to give, give my listeners an example of what connected speech is, I could say I did it, <laughs> but nobody speaks like that, right? Most, most native speakers would just say I did it. I right. Yeah. 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 So a new sound is created. And often, as you said, Yota, often some some sounds are omitted or even new sounds appear. Yeah. Yeah. So this everything we've said is this. I think the pros, the, the positive aspects of learning through songs is this pronunciation, intonation, connected speech. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, hey. you can learn idioms. You can learn a lot of idioms there. Yeah. Maybe sometimes even the title is a whole new idiom. Mm -hmm. you can learn. Mm -hmm. and, and this the, is amazing and the benefit for me in, in this is that you often because you like your favorite song what what's good about this is that you often hear it many times so oh, yeah. it's, it's the repetition thing that you mentioned before whereas oh, yeah, yeah, with, the, with the TV shows you don't want to you don't want to watch the same TV show twice usually so that yes. that is that is sort of like natural way of, of learning intonation, pronunciation, connected speech, as you, as you mentioned. Yeah, because you tend to listen songs you like on repeat. So this mm -hmm. is easy for you. And the That's best right. way to do it, just sit down, find the lyrics, make sure you understand every word individually and then in the context and sentence in which it is used. And after you listen to it once, just to understand everything, then just listen to it for fun. And then you will see that you learn the words, you understand the phrases, the idioms. Sometimes you may find yourself using them. So mm -hmm. this is a win. That's a 
a win, definitely. Absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of this, um, I'd like to suggest a page to you, listeners, but also to Yota. I'm, I'm sure Yota mm-hmm. is familiar familiar with this. It's a really good way for you to to listen to songs and and uh, learn the lyrics and also practice spelling. Uh, it's called lyricstraining.com. Have you heard about this one, Yota? Yes. Yes. It's it's, it's one amazing. of my favorite. It's one of my favorite. Yeah. Lyricstraining.com. Check it out, listeners. You, you will dis- you will discover a, a completely new world. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. And, and and Alex is also saying, don't forget to sing along. Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> yeah. Even if you are not a good singer, sing along with the song. Okay? <laughs> yes. It always it, helps, no matter what. Be, and you will enjoy it more as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So we've mentioned films, songs. We've mentioned your your Instagram page, which is uh, basically uh, just, just to remind our listeners, it's called learn English everywhere, and you can learn through memes and pictures. Um, if that's okay with you, I can even share the link if they want to have a look. Absolutely, can... absolutely, Yota. Yeah. Go so for I, it. This is, And, and apart from that, um, so when we were also discussing this topic before this podcast, I think another good, maybe a little bit underestimated way is mm-hmm. magazines and the paper, the okay. newspaper. Okay, okay. Uh, so it's like... It's an alternative to reading books, pretty much, right? Yes, because some people like visual, getting input from visual aids, needing visual aids. Some I people see. need to listen to something. Some people just need to read. So yeah. not everyone is the same. Definitely not. Yeah. That, so well, yeah. that's that's one of the key principles to to learning new vocabulary. In my opinion, you should you should have some sort of vera- not only not only horses for courses, which is an idiom which means. One man's meat, another man's poison. I've just explained an idiom with another idiom, Yota. Uh, exactly. <laughs> some, some people may like one thing, other people may like a different thing. That's that's the whole point. Yeah. That, and there are yeah. so many different things to choose to, to exactly. choose from. Uh, one magazine I would definitely, definitely recommend is this, and I will share another link with you guys if you need it. Time out. It's amazing. It's really modern, and this is great. I think that's one of the best uh, things I've noticed about this magazine because the language is fresh. It's new. You cool. hear cool. this language everywhere, and this is okay. amazing. Not only in okay. London, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Because often, what you find if you if you go for some specific books that teach you vocabulary is that some of the language there is outdated. So that's that's exactly. a very that's a very good point, Yota. Yeah, that's a problem. For yeah. instance, thank you, thank you so much for saying this because now that you mentioned that, I remember. For instance, some people say, "Yeah, I do watch Friends, for example, yeah. Uh, yeah. the TV yeah. series to learn some vocabulary." And mm-hmm. one of the problems with watching something like um, "How I Met Your Mother" or Friends is that okay, mm-hmm. fair enough, the pronunciation hasn't changed. The, yeah. the intonation hasn't changed. The majority yeah. of the sta- yeah the standard language is still the same, of course. Yep. But some of the jokes, some of the idioms, some of mm-hmm. the phrases, they may not be used anymore. They may yeah, exactly. be, as you said, outdated. Exactly. So th- that's another issue. Like, why bother watch something for for in order to learn vocabulary? Mm-hmm. 
and them not being able to no. actually use it nowadays. You have to keep yourself sort of up to speed, you know. Yeah. Keep yourself in the loop, and yeah. uh, just this is the this is the way to do it, listeners. Um, I also wanted to finish my previous point. So what I wanted to say is that maybe try different ways at the same time. Have some some sort of mm -hmm. a variety. It will make it more fun and. Um, you know, you just you just employ more senses as well. You know, your your eyes, your your ears, and all that. So just just com combine the different ways of learning. And um, yeah, what what do you think about post-it notes, Yota? Uh, post-it notes as in what, what way? Uh, so so you've got a little piece of paper, some sort of a slip, mm -hmm. and you write down the vocabulary you want to learn, and then um, then you sort of stick it somewhere near <laughs> near your uh, yeah. you know, living area so i don't know in your in your kitchen in your uh, toilet <laughs> wherever yeah. wherever you yeah. are next to your bed <laughs> wherever you can imagine yeah yeah this helps this definitely helps it's very good for you to see what you want to use also mm. notebooks are good for some people but again they can turn into very long lists of yeah. uh, words so yeah. I, I'm not entirely sure, but post-it notes, yes, they you see them and they are small, so yeah. this is great. So the idea is that you sort of like see it a lot of times because, well, you always um, go to sleep, right? You always have to uh, do your number one and number two and whatnot. And so the, you you visit the same places, the same area. So um, the thing That's is, though, like, yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, I've done this in the past, and for me, this doesn't really work. Mm -hmm. um, I even came up with a very in, in, ingenious way to do this, that you know how you have sometimes these idioms that um, sort of have different words in them, that, for example, I don't know, um, high or low, and then I would, put, I would stick it somewhere in that height. You mm -hmm. know, so it would, so the... the the place where I put it will reflect the actual phrase. So I even had an idea like that. But after some time, I would just ignore these post-it notes. <laughs> you know? and yeah, I would, would not... it get tiring for you? And one year later, I would, I would read it. I would say, oh, it's still here. Not knowing what the phrase actually means anymore. Can you believe yeah. it? This is what <laughs> happens to me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has a different way of learning. Exactly. Um, different people like different things. Is there anything else you would like to suggest? Is there? Uh, well, I would say um, a similar thing to post-it notes might be some flashcards. How about that? Yeah, flashcards are amazing. Flashcards. So what what are flashcards, Yota? Can you explain to our listeners? Yeah. Uh, so flashcards are actual cards, slightly bigger than just the playing cards and they probably have a picture of something and just the the name of this word how this word is called and uh maybe at the back of the um, of the card you can mm. actually see the definition i think yeah it's yeah. on the back yeah mm -hmm. the other or could, could, could it even be a picture if you are learning it something, something picture, simpler yeah yeah it can just be a picture. Maybe you can just make a note yourself and say, this mm. is this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Lovely. And these, Lovely. these help, especially if you have a very specific vocabulary, you can see them again and again. And yep. you can play games with your friends as well if you're learning mm -hmm. with them at the same time. Sort of like test each other and, and yes. definitions. And How maybe, about. Yeah, go oh, on. Yeah, please. No, no, no. Sorry. No, I just wanted to say that obviously these days we've got a lot of apps that work with this idea flashcards apps. You know, have you heard about those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But for yes. example, the one I, 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 I am familiar with is called Flashcards Deluxe. That's the one mm -hmm. I've been using. But again, like there is a risk of just, you know, sort of making notes of those words and phrases and never going back to them ever. <laughs> That's the risk. You, you have to, to you have to be that. systematic. You have to have some sort of uh, system in it. <laughs> yes, you need. And probably it's good for you. Probably that's another very, very good way of uh, to learn vocabulary mm. to mm. actually have a speaking partner yep. um, to practice with because mm. you need to use your vocabulary. As we, I think... Um, what we from everything we've said, the same thing that the one thing that has been the same um, is that you really need to practice. You really mm -hmm. need to repeat. You need to use it again and again and again, mm -hmm. regardless mm -hmm. of the way you are learning. Yeah, you need to use it again and again. Exactly. So, and this part is boring, in my opinion. That's the boring part. It's kind of fun to write it down and to see it if you do it nicely, and it's kind of fun to hold these cards in your hands. But the boring part is just the repetition because it hurts, you know? It hurts because you're you're <laughs> making your brain work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But surprisingly, I realized that a lot of people don't have speaking partners mm. in English. And a mm. lot of them would actually, a lot of students would actually like to have speaking mm. partners and yeah. being able to practice the language they're learning. Because you're so, learning so much and then you have nobody yeah. to, to practice it with. Exactly. Because like it or not, when we ask, even if we are in a, in a country where English is the first language, we tend to socialize with people from the same country yeah. we come from. Because in this way, we become Because, because uh, birds of feather <laughs> flock together, as we know, Yota. So yeah. <laughs> that, that is why. You know? Exactly. That's another yeah. amazing idiom. <laughs> Speaky, yeah. speaky. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've, a we've got a partner. few. Yeah, we've got a few suggestions from from our listeners. So Alex is saying he has been using Anki for a while, but he's got quite mixed feelings about this way of learning. Monica is saying she's mentioning an app called Speaky, speaky. which is an app that can help you find a speaking partner. Obviously, we have got a lot of these uh, language exchange. Uh, places and websites and, and apps. Mm. I'm sure. I'm sure there's there's loads. But the the thing is, like every single time I try to use something, some it's all it's all kind of paid. You know, it's paid content. So it's um, you have to be prepared to invest some money in it. And and also, I what I would do before I choose um, um, an app like that, I would just go online and and read read reviews about it, just reviews, to make sure yeah. you 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 subscribe to, to the, or download an app that's worth using, you know? Oh, speaking, they say, yeah, speaking, they're saying okay. it's for free. That's really cool. Okay. I well, don't know about this Anki one. I've, I've never heard of it mm -hmm. or used it. Mm -hmm. But of course, sometimes you are worried because you may just want to practice English 
and some yeah. people just join apps like this only merely to socialize yeah. and make friends or meet people exactly. and sometimes you may have different interests so you may yeah. you may disagree with people yeah uh yeah to totally But totally also it's you have to find people of, of a similar age as you and It's it's not that easy, but I'm sure. So you, I'm sure. Yeah. So you have so you can share some interests. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Absolutely. But it's exactly. good to have a partner. It's good because you can practice doing different things. You can practice telephone yeah. conversation. Yeah. You can yeah. practice uh, having a video chat. You can mm -hmm. practice. Uh, I don't know uh, texts. Even yeah. from texts, you can learn so many yeah. things. And actually, it's an amazing way because. You see the text, and it's never—it's always there. You mm. never lose it. Mm. So in this way. Okay. Well, great yeah. tip, Yota. You can always go back to it. That's the great <laughs> thing. Cool. Cool. Well, I think we should also mention the more obvious choice, the traditional ways of learning vocabulary, because I think they still have place. You know, mm -hmm. um, like using course books. What I know, we we sort of we have been sort of like shying away from this in in this live show but i think there's still a lot of benefits to using a course book i know some people who say that you should always learn without a textbook because they are boring and things like that but you know i, I think i think course books can can have some advantages for me as a teacher uh the good thing about course books is that they dose the language there in the right way because this is based on research you know and uh, so they present it to you in context they Present it to you. Um, it's 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 based on your level, you know. Mm -hmm. So they they will teach you those that you need at your level. That's what's good about it. Obviously, that, there are there are some true. there are some downsides too that it can get boring, and that's that's obvious as well, of course. Absolutely. And they get get yeah. outdated as well. Like sometimes you have course books because the, the school the schools maybe uh, you know they have limited budgets, and sometimes they would have books that are a little bit older you know so that's also a problem i have seen this in some schools so yes sometimes uh, schools may be using the same books for 15 years for instance <laughs> yeah. sometimes just because they're good books but sometimes yeah. just because uh there hasn't been a newer edition or uh they haven't invested in newer mm, books yeah. just newer titles exactly uh, but yeah of course the traditional way is also very 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 useful and to begin yeah. with you learn the vocabulary most of them teach you uh the pronunciation as well so then mm. you learn the phonetic alphabet as well and then yeah. they give you activities and in these activities you have to do gap fill gap filling yeah. activities yeah. Uh, maybe multiple choice and all of these help you see them in context exactly but maybe the only one i'm totally against and this is because this really happens in greece i mean if uh, okay is still with us uh she can um she can say that this is actually something that's happening you just learn words through dictation So you learn lists of words um, that are not in context. You just learn, for example, that this means that. And you don't exactly know or understand yeah. how to use it or how to put it yeah. in a sentence. And yeah. yeah, exactly. So this can be really, really useless, pointless, yeah. because you're learning and then you want to use it and you say, mm. but oh, this word means the exact same thing as that one. Why can I not use it there? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Well, that's where we come in, us the teachers, to help you, to help you guys, or to help the student, to help our students uh, tackle this this vocabulary that they are learning. But I think you know you should you should always use use books in moderation, and it's it's more motivating if, if students can find other ways, also way, ways that they can then um, do like um, outside the classroom, you know. Yeah, we always need balance, of course. Maybe yeah. a, a bit of everything. A bit of everything can help mm -hmm. you. You can exactly. stick to one way. Exactly. Yeah, because even this gets boring. It All does. of these things can get really old. But yeah, having a variety of methods yeah. can really help you. Same so as they did. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we we've been mentioning course books like under a course book, you would you would understand something like new new English file or cutting edge. These these are all great course books. But then you have also specialized books which which um, deal with vocabulary. Uh, this this well known series English vocabulary in use. Yeah, so you've got mm -hmm. idioms in use, phrasal verbs in use, collocations in use, and stuff like that. And th these are more focused, and you've got you've got different chapters and different themes. So each each unit is one perhaps one topic, and then it's it's kind of, I I kind of like these books too, and my my personal favorite though is called Practical Everyday English. And I'm I'm not sure if you mm. have heard about this one. Yeah. And it, it, there's a cool concept because uh, there's some sort of a I think it comes from a dialogue. Uh, that's that's how it starts. So you have got context. And then this vocabulary seems like seemingly unrelated. If you if you saw just a list of vocabulary on all these phrases, it would be seemingly unrelated. Mm. But the way it works is when they start explaining the phrases and the words, they always use the words from the from the previous phrases they teach you. So it's yeah. re the vocabulary gets recycled and it's really, really done in a fun way. And and you really end up remembering a lot by this way. So it's so, like building on the vocabulary you've yeah, already learned. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah it, wow. it, it may it may seem a little bit um, sort of unnatural at times, but I I like it. It's kind of cool, and um, I sort of got inspired when my when I created my uh, YouTube channel, Zdenek's um, English Vocabulary, which you can find. I think it's called Teachers Zdenek, Zdenek's uh, English Vocabulary, something like that. You can Google that and subscribe, listeners, if you want. Uh, I sort of got inspired by that because whenever I teach uh, um, a phrase, um, well, in the in the in the following video, I try to use the phrase again. Yeah, so in that in that way, uh, the students hear it more times. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. All right. Um, and I think there's one thing you haven't mentioned. I'm I'm surprised. Video, uh, not video games. Sorry, um, board games. Of course, you can. Oh, board so much. games. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot they exist. Yeah. You know, now <laughs> no. that I, now that I, can't I teach believe that. online, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's how Yota remembers me from the language. I was the, but, uh, the board game geek there. <laughs> yeah, but that was great because this was really, uh, really different. That's a very different way of learning vocabulary and language yeah. in general. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, well, do we have some questions from our listeners? It could be yeah. questions related Over to, to this topic. It could be any other questions you have for, uh, I guess, for my guest mainly, Yota, uh, because she's not here Ooh. every week, of course. So. Yeah. <laughs> If there is anything you would like to ask Yuta or ask uh, regarding this topic, then um, go ahead, listeners. 
this is your chance because the uh, the regular listeners who listen to this as a regular episode won't have this opportunity obviously because um it won't be live anymore <laughs> and yeah. you touch upon a different part of language learning every every single podcast uh, to be honest it's on not it's not it's not always about le- language learning Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I went for this is because of your page, right? I, I always, uh, right. We always spoke about this when we were working together in SpeakUp that we should uh, do something like this. We should, you know, it's, it's always nice to um, network, right? So yeah. um, it's cool. It's cool to speak about your project. It, it can help my listeners. And perhaps you could uh, share my podcast with your of course, what is it? I followers. So, so I that's how I've it works. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I hope I've done it correctly. I'm Check sure you have. Know. I'm sure. I'm sure you have. <laughs> we will see if there are any <laughs> new listeners of the podcast. But uh, the topics are different. Sometimes I'm learning specific vocabulary. Like the last one was with a friend of mine, and I was teaching some idioms related to law and uh, order and authority. Other times, I may just choose a topic like pets. I even just talk about pets. You know. Like it doesn't always have to be language learning related, you know? So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this can happen. With, you can practice this with uh, actual uh, speaking partners or friends who mm-hmm. are also learning English. Like, let's talk about money. What do we know about money? What do we know about animals? What do we know about exactly. education? And exactly. then just, yeah, just words come up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so how can I remember? May may I ask some of this? How can someone remember phrasal verbs? Yeah. Yeah, phrasal verbs are a tough one. They they are difficult uh, because some of them look very very similar. I think mm-hmm. in a very similar way you can remember them. You can just write them down in sentences. So when you find um, a phrasal verb, try mm-hmm. to at least remember the context in which you heard it being used. Yeah. Or uh, if you can't, another way you can do, you can um, follow in order to learn it is to go on to Cambridge Dictionary and over there you can just type any word, phrasal verb, adverb, adjective, whatever, and you get it in multiple sentences. So not only one, but you can see this word being used in different phrases. And then set a very reasonable goal. So yep. you want to learn 10 phrasal verbs in this this week. Write them down. Make sure you really understand when to use them. And maybe if you have an English friend, uh, either a person who speaks English uh, fluently or maybe a native speaker, this is a great, uh, it's a great moment to start actually using the knowledge of a native speaker. You can ask them, like, say something and say, was that right here? Do you actually say that? Which one? Sorry. Uh, can you hear me now? Oh, uh, are you talking to me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so, sorry. So, sorry. Yeah. 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 So um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Find, De- they're saying find the phrase in your own language. Yeah. 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 Because uh, some sometimes you mention what what the um, what our life um, listeners are saying in the chat, and then I'm, I'm like think I'm sort of like thinking, but 
you have to say who is saying that and so oh, on. Otherwise, sorry. Yeah, otherwise it, it might it might be a bit confusing for the listeners who listen to this when it's not live. Yeah. Thank so, you. Okay. So no, no worries. No worries. Verbs was from Vasiliki, and I yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. And then uh, another person said Laurent the French. He said find the same phrase in your own language. Well, that's a risky one. I'm not entirely sure this is. Uh, useful for mm. English language learning because yeah. you may have a very similar phrase that means a totally different thing in your first language. I would actually, I would actually kind of argue against this, uh, Lauren. Yeah. But I, under I understand there are people who, who believe in translation and the translation method. I, I am not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's. You're going to be always translating in your head what you want to say. That's the problem. So it will not yes. really come to the words will not really come to you naturally. That's that's okay. the risk, you know. Often, often, Yota, you will find the exact translation. Mm. So it can help. I, I get it. But that's what I just said is, is my problem that you will sort of become become dependent on your mother tongue, you know, and you, you're, yes. you're, you're trying to do the opposite. You're trying to. Um, think in that language how can you think in, in in your target language if you still uh, employ your first language you know it's just it's only what the translators and interpreters need to do really otherwise it's yeah. not very nat natural in my opinion i think you made a great point because you really need to to distance yourself from uh, your first language the phrases the things you say in your first language and try to see what actually people say in this second language and what phrases they use. You're totally right. Yeah, yeah not a translation. So Lawrence is saying not translate, not a translation, but a phrase which is the same. Yeah, if yeah, it does exist, yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess it would be my last resort, you know. Because <laughs> for me it's even I know I for me it's the same thing, Lauren, you know. It's it's like you will be living in that environment of always relying on your on your mother tongue. You know, it's listen. When I was when I was younger, uh, I had teachers who who spoke Czech to me, English teachers who spoke Czech to me. So we would always use translation, and it took me a lot of time. I, I think I, I actually still did use this method in my early days at university, and it took me a lot of time to stop stop writing translations and actually use the definitions it took me some time you know and, and every every single time i teach uh, a student that speaks the same language as me um, the first same, same uh, the first, what am i saying every single time i teach uh, a student that has the the same first language as me i uh, i really fight hard to explain to them what i've just said that it's, it's really actually much better if, if they don't use it, if they use a monolingual dictionary instead. And if they yeah. go through the, through the struggle, it will pay off in the end, you know? I mean, if you're a translator, you need the translation in your language. But if yeah. unless you are a translator, exactly. for everything else, um, you don't really need it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're totally right there. Some more questions which we might have overlooked. We so have Alex was also asking, to, "Oh yeah, uh, do you think reading out loud can be fruitful for anything? Reading out loud, 
Yota, would you like to answer first or do you want me to Well, it, it has helped me because as, yep. as Danik mentioned earlier, I'm a non-native speaker of English myself mm -hmm. and I have gone through this, um, I have been through this experience of trying to learn the language and uh, practicing every single aspect of it. So yes, I think reading out loud helps you a lot uh, with uh, pronunciation, intonation, uh, listening to yourself, um, yep. you, being able to hear yourself using this other language, the second language. And mm -hmm. also I would add something to what you've just said, maybe recording yourself doing this yep. Yep. and listening back to the recording and seeing totally. Totally. Yeah, what you've said. And it's so easy these days. It's so easy. You know, you know, like if you, if you use Messenger or WhatsApp or something like that, it's so cool to just to just record a message instead of, you know, write it. And it's so yeah. easy. And if you don't like it, you can delete it and record it again. And it, these messages can be short. And as Yota said, just to go back to your to your point, reading out loud can be very useful. But the mistake some uh, amateur teachers make is that they ask ask the students to read out loud and then they ask them questions about <laughs> about what they've just read. That's not how it works. The, reading out loud does not help you with your reading. Never. Remember that, guys. It never helps you with your reading. Unless you're mm -hmm. a genius or, or have a sixth sense or, or can, like, can multitask in an unprecedented way, this is not going to help yeah. you. All right? So it's only useful for pronunciation, really, in my opinion. But it's extremely useful. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of this. I always tell my students, listen, if you want to improve your pronunciation, take a text, which, you, which is not too hard for you. Lock yourself in, in the room. That's, that's an important part <laughs> because you don't want to get, yeah. get them self-conscious or you, don't wanna, you, don't, you, you want them to, to have a com comfortable space for this no, so that nobody can hear them, so that nobody can disturb them and read it out loud to yourself. Ideally, as Yota says, Record yourself when you do that and listen mm. back. Yeah. Or another thing you can do, thinking about that, maybe um, moving away from reading out loud when you're having a conversation with someone, uh, maybe you can record yourselves having this conversation in a very natural way without being forced to say anything in particular, just having a chat, as we say, and then mm -hmm. go back to this chat and see what you've said. See what happened there, what mistakes you made. Also, some people are afraid of self-correcting or correcting in general. But self-correction is uh, its a sign that you're actually improving, that you really understand the roles, that you really understand uh, what things work right and what things work wrong, the things that don't work at all. So I think it's very, very useful for you to see, to, to go back to what you've produced. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah, yeah, nice Definitely. one. Uh, I'm not sure if I can pronounce this. Neto 82. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. struggling with that too. Yeah, but have we missed? Have we missed anything else? Wait Let me see. Hi, Asma. No question, but hi and good <laughs> tip, Martin. Thank you. Uh, probably this goes back to Alex's uh, comment. Uh, where yep. you can find bits of films and cartoons with a particular... Oh, that's amazing, actually. Getyarn.io. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is actually great. <laughs> Thanks. Why not? Why not? Uh, there are definitely different different ways to 
And there's more than one way to skin the cat, listeners, okay? So <laughs> uh, you, can, you can achieve the same goals through different means. You just have to find out whichever ones works for you the best, whichever ones you enjoy the most. And that's the way I would approach it and then go for that. Uh, we've got another question from, uh, uh, I think, your Greek student or perhaps a yeah, follower. Yeah. Um, yeah. She is asking, what about when you learn many words, for example, in English and you remember them, but when you're trying to remember a Greek word and want to translate in English, you cannot remember. So what helps you remember? <laughs> That's a big question, mm. I think. It's a difficult <laughs> one. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I would say here that maybe if you can't remember the word, make a note of what you wanted to say in general, and then it will come back to you. Um, and when you actually hear it somewhere, maybe you can reintroduce it into your vocabulary. I I'm not entirely sure I understand this question. You I, think mean... I, I think I do. You know, you know how, how sometimes it's on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. And you, 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 you kind of, you kind of. No, that, that word exists in your vocabulary bank. But mm. for some weird reason, it could be anxiety or it could be that you're tired or uh, it's just not coming back to you. Uh, what do you do then? Because uh, I think, unfortunately, sometimes it's best if you let it go and just go, go for another way of expressing yourself. Or what I would suggest to you is listen to episode 298 of the next English podcast, because there you will find out about the best IELTS tip ever. And this is about expressions that you can use when you forget what you want to say. So yeah. you can say something like, what's the word I was looking for? You, you have no idea how this can help you. How, like it's incredible. It's like three seconds or four seconds of you saying this but it will it will help you calm down and suddenly out of nowhere that that word that you were looking for might appear yeah. you know and it's much better than just being silent and not saying anything and so, so you know there, there are definitely ways you can tackle this and just to make you feel good about this Vasiliski, everybody has this everybody teachers us and even native speakers they all they, they all have this that they can't remember words so it's natural it's natural you know so and if you can we, just get the word you're looking for i think you can just use a simpler one use a similar one a synonym that yeah. could also help a lot because sometimes we're yeah. stuck lost in translation as mm -hmm. you said before mm -hmm. And you really need the word, but maybe you can use a different one. Uh, rephrase it, you know. Uh, yeah. Use use a, a clause or something. That there, there are so many different ways you can do this. You, what you must mustn't do is panic. <laughs> just yes. yeah, just there are definitely some ways you can you can handle this. All right, Yota. I think I think that's about it. I think that's that's about it. That can that we can squeeze into this episode of as the next English podcast into this live show. I I hope you've you've been enjoying being on the yes, show. Yes, time just flew by. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it's already been an hour. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's why I've just I've just looked at the clock. I'm like, oh, maybe we should yeah. we should we should end this. Uh, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure the listeners uh, are enjoying your presence here in the next English podcast too. And like I said at the beginning, we were about we were going to pick your brain, and I think we did indeed pick your brain, big time, and a lot of useful tips for everyone. And also, I have to say, our listeners contributed a lot as well because yes. all, all these interesting questions and suggestions and um, it's really useful it's like a workshop isn't it we sort of like sharing we're bouncing ideas of each other that's great yes <laughs> yeah. totally up for it next great time. stuff <laughs> great stuff <laughs> great. it's like my Fantastic. stomach seems like my stomach is grumbling so i think it's yeah. high time i cooked cooked something for myself <laughs> yeah same here <laughs> Yeah. And I'm sure most people on this podcast, <laughs> yeah, are hungry yeah, right now. Everybody is starving now. Starving, yeah, starving, <laughs> hungry. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, listeners, thanks very much for joining this live show. Don't forget, every Sunday at 9 p.m. Central European time, you can join again. There will be a different guest. But who knows? You never know. Maybe in the yeah. future, we might have Yota back. I hope. Hopefully. We all do very very soon again thank you yeah. thank you everyone and thank you Zdenek it was a lovely idea anytime anytime thanks guys for joining thanks for listening thanks Yota for coming onto the podcast and take care thank you you too bye bye see you soon bye bye thanks a lot for listening for more information go to Zdenek's English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdeneksenglishpodcast.podbean.com dot dot com